Well, praise the Lord and welcome to our Romans teaching in the Word of God. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson and I'm excited to be here today with you sharing the Word of God. And the Lord has opened up different avenues for us to be able to get the teaching, the worship services, and all that we do here at Crossway Church to you. Uh, there are several different avenues. There's my Pastor Curtis Facebook page, our services, uh, worship services, and our Galatians teaching on Friday mornings at 9 o'clock are always live, and they are going through my Pastor Curtis Facebook page, thecrosswaychurch.com website, and also my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. The Romans teaching, uh, it is not live on Roku, uh, or through Roku, but I am uploading all these Romans teachings to the website so that you can access them in the archives through Roku on the channel sermon.net and then just look for Crossway Church and there we'll be. And through that you can even watch everything but our Romans teaching live and they're all archived there for you. But really, there's only like a year's worth that will stay on the website. It's on the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, that, thing, that everything is uploaded over the last year and a half or a little bit more, and it stays there, and it's free. It's there all the time for you. And again, that's Curtis Hutchinson 316, and there's playlists on there according to what, you, what you'd like to hear will be there. Uh, just something new before we dig into the Word this morning that we will be, myself and Evangelist Nelson Mayfield and Evangelist Christopher Jones will start a new series on Together in Truth that will also be live on October the 28th at Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. on the 28th of this month. And we'll do that for a few sessions uh, and the topic is going to be justification, something that most people struggle with. Even those uh, listening to the message of the cross, I preached it last Sunday, just didn't really preach that, but I talked about justification for just a few minutes uh, prior to the, uh, the, the meat of the message Sunday morning, and, and, and people ask, were asking me questions about that. So that's something the Lord has stirred my heart to do. So again, it'll be on October the 28th live at 3 p.m., and we'll do that for uh, until we feel like the Lord says that's enough on this topic of justification. It's really something. If you don't understand justification, you can't understand the rest of the Bible. And you can't live for God if you don't understand justification and hold to it dearly. Praise God. So here we are today, Romans chapter 3. I believe we'll finish chapter 3 today, but this is part 15 of chapter 3. There's 11 parts to chapter 2. There's 23 parts to chapter 1. I encourage you, get your pencil, your paper. I even have mine when I'm here because you never know when the Lord might give you something else. Uh, and avail yourself to the YouTube channel, again, Curtis Hutchinson 316, where these sessions are being uploaded for you. It's free. There's no charge. And so, uh, praise God for that. Well, uh, the last session we were in, we talked about verses 24 through 27, and I do just want to read through those to get to where we're going to be able to finish this session today. In verse 24, Again, Romans chapter 3, verse 24, being justified freely uh, 
by His grace. That's so powerful. If we could just get that and believe it and run with that freely. 1 Corinthians 2 and 12 tells us that God didn't, we don't have the spirit of the world. God didn't give us that. He gave us His spirit so that we could know the things that He will freely give to us. If you're trying to buy something or earn something with God, you'll never get it. I told our folks here last night, the only place you can work yourself into is hell. Everything God has to offer us, even the entrance into heaven, the kingdom, and all its uh, benefits is free. Anybody's telling you you got to work for it, you got to earn it, yeah, yeah, it sounds good, but you also have to, if you got to work for it, my friend, it's not coming from God. It's, we're justified freely by grace, and we receive everything by grace through faith. And he says here, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. He didn't have a thing to do with you. Not by you anything. It's, by, it's justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Him, Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in the blood. And I think last session or the one before that, we talked about the word propitiation is the same word used as the mercy seat. The mercy seat in the Old Covenant was symbolic of the cross where Christ would die, shed His blood for us, lay His life down. Praise God. And never forget that the mercy seat is also the seat of grace. Grace flows into our lives from nowhere else, even after we're born again, except a continual abiding in Him through faith in His sacrifice. Nothing else. Not the words we speak, the anything we do, even the biblical things we do. Grace does not come from anywhere except our faith in the sacrifice. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time, His righteousness, His righteousness, that He might be just and the justifier of Him which believes in Jesus. Now, let's before we keep going, let's remember this. If my faith is actually in what God did to declare His righteousness then His righteousness will be being declared through my life by my faith in that. If my faith is, in fact, in what God did in Christ to declare 1 John 4, 9 and 10, to manifest and to declare His love for me, if that's where my faith resides, then that love will be in me and through me a declaration, a manifestation of that love. See, here's the way it works and it doesn't work outside of this because that is the truth that God brought to us. Jesus said, you know the truth, the truth will make you free. He's the truth, but what He did at Calvary is what it is about Him that allows Him to make you free. So your faith must always be in Christ and the sacrifice. And here's the way this works. If my faith is in the sacrifice of Christ, the Holy Spirit can then teach me the Word, empower me to walk in it, and represent Christ through me. Because it's His fruit, it's His Spirit, it's his righteousness, it's 
his everything. Glory to God. If we'll just get that and quit trying to sign up for, for what I want everybody to see me as instead of what I, the one I want everybody to see through me, Jesus. And that's, the church is bad about that. We just want to coin a phrase or we just want folks to line up down the road at our church and have one of those big uh, 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 revivals, we call it, at our church where people are coming from everywhere to our church and they're really not coming because the message of the cross is being preached. They're coming because there's some great music group or some guy there who's giving personal prophetic words and just a big bag of flesh. If it's not the cross being preached, my friends, it's not a move of God. Because there's no manifestation in me and through me and of God unless my faith is in what God works in and through. Amen, praise the Lord. That's good stuff. You can't refute it. All you can do is grab a Bible and say, Glory to God. Thank God now I know the truth. God forgive me for being carried away by the lust of my own flesh. Not only have I done wrong, Lord, I've been wrong. Amen. And when you come to the reality and you get honest with God, He'll also take that shame away that's been keeping you from gathering with true believers of like precious faith in the blood of Jesus. And you can come up out of that house and do a little bit, bit more now than watching these broadcasts on Facebook or on YouTube in the background hiding in the shadows like Nicodemus. And you can get up when your faith really gets placed in the cross of Christ you can get up out of the shadows and come on in and fellowship with those of us who are no longer ashamed of the gospel. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 27, Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. And if you'll remember the last session, in the last session we discussed how men, you just get on Google or go to the so-called Christian bookstores and you'll find out that men have written more about faith, the law of faith, and man, they brought scripture from everywhere and twisted it to keep us in the flesh. The law of faith in your Bible, the law of faith is what excludes boasting. And our boasting, if it's not in the cross, the Bible says, not Paul God the Holy Ghost says that God forbids we boast in anything other than the cross. God forbids that we be anywhere other than determined to know nothing else than Christ and Him crucified. God forbids that, that we think that the power of God and the demonstration of His Spirit comes through any other avenue than the preaching the preaching of Christ and Him crucified. God forbids us to continue in sin. Grace doesn't allow us to continue in sin. Grace forgives and grace teaches us to abstain and grace gives us deliverance if we keep our faith where Jesus delivered us. See, if you forget the cross, if you let go of the cross, Peter wrote that you can go blind again because you forgot that you were purged from your old sins. Think about that. Think about that. He calls here, and I said it last session. I'll say it again before we move on. The law of faith here mentioned must be tied to verse 24. Being freely justified by the grace of 
through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And let's turn over. While I mentioned it, let's turn over and look at 1 Corinthians 2.12. I've got to highlight this in my Bible this morning. You'll just have to excuse me. Some of these things we need to just take time out. We need to just highlight these things. I'm not worried about how it looks. I'm not here to be professional. I'm here just to study the Word, get a Word, and be a doer of the Word. Praise God. Watch this now. 1 Corinthians 2 and 12. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world. Talking about us Christians. We've not received the Spirit of the world. God didn't give us the Spirit of the world. But the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us. That means you can't earn it, work for it. You can't do anything to deserve it. Those men who teach that are only still under the law. They are not experiencing the benefits of the kingdom. You cannot do that under law. Even if you've been saved 40 years and you've been faking it for 40 years because you're in some church where they're preaching th- things such as you have the chains and the bondages in your life because you're not taking care of the poor. Because the Bible says happy is the man that takes care of the poor. So the preacher gets up and preach, go take care of the poor, you'll be happy. No, that, that's works. That's law. You've got to understand your faith, if it's in the cross, that, through that is how God dealt everything to all men, freely to all men. You can't even take, if you're taking care of the poor so you can be happy, then you're doing it for you instead of unto the Lord. Do you see the the subtlety, the deception in that? And back in here, maybe not up here, oh, we're doing it for you, Lord. But back here, we're doing it and thinking God owes us now. He owes me happiness. He owes me. Faith in the cross gets you happiness, joy, peace, strength, clarity, knowledge, grace, mercy. Faith in what Christ did to manifest all that to you gets you the experience of all that in and through you. These folks who have turned away from the cross refuse to preach it because they think it's his message or his message instead of the word of the living God, then they forfeit. And they, they, they get up and say we're saved by grace, not by works, and then with the next breath they preach works. And it's because they don't understand grace. They don't understand justification. They don't understand the cross. They don't understand the word. Can I tell you today that if you don't understand the cross... That means you don't, you're not discerning the Lord's body properly. You know, you know the danger of that? For the child of God, and I speak from experience, years of not understanding, not discerning the Lord's body. Many, your Paul said, are weak, sick, and sleeping, prematurely dying. God's people perish for lack of knowledge. They perish for lack of vision, and that vision only comes through the cross. Think about that. Your Bible is the word of the cross. God laid the foundation in the cross of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb, before He ever began anything. And when Jesus comes back for His church, He's going to have a, a, a vesture dipped in blood. It's still about the cross. And, and, his, and His name written on His thigh, the word of God. You cannot separate them. Amen. Praise God, this is good stuff. I encourage you to go back and listen to the other sessions where we really get into that and it will really blow your mind how the Word of God so uh, teaches us. 
And with such clarity and simplicity, how every word in the Bible God has spoken is in righteousness, and righteousness only is revealed in the gospel. Think about that. Proverbs 8 and 8 and Romans 1, 16 and 17. Write those down. Go look them up after the broadcast whenever you can. God will bless you if you're an honest heart with a and you're broken and you're looking for the way. People out there who, who find me on the internet, they, they, they don't listen very long if they're not broken because you have to be broken to come back to the broken place. See, Christ was broken for us at Calvary. Broken bread. And the only place we can receive the revelation of the cross is through being broken and we need the Lord. Amen. Good stuff. So let's say this before we move on. The law of faith is tied to being justified freely and receiving all things freely by His Spirit. His Spirit reveals to us the things that are freely given to us. And in that 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, verse, it really tells us it's the spirit of the world that's telling you it's not free. That's the spirit of the devil. That's the spirit of religion. That's the spirit of the world that says it's not free. That's the law telling you it's going to... Listen, you're going to have to work for this. That's what, that's what people mean when they say you have to do the work of water baptism to get in the kingdom. That is a work. Can I tell you today that, and we'll get into this in the next chapter really well, and I hope you'd keep tuning in, is this. Abraham had righteousness imputed to him and became a, a believer in God and, and had righteousness imputed to him by faith before he was circumcised. Just like you and I, the true believers, were born again by faith before we were ever water baptized. And the Apostle Paul wouldn't come along and tell folk, if you go back out there and think circumcision justifies you, you've fallen from grace. Christ can't profit you or affect you anymore. You can read that in Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, and that is to the church. We can fall from grace. If we go back under law, they don't mix. We're under grace through faith in the cross alone, faith in the cross alone, experiencing the benefits that come to us by the Spirit, revealed to us and, and given to us by the Spirit freely through our faith. It's our faith that made us righteous. It's our faith that gets us the benefits of Calvary. If our faith is in Calvary, Jesus and what he did at Calvary. If we're being told we got to do something, remember Romans 3.19 says the law speaks to those who are under it. Well, we're not under law. We're under grace. So God speaks to us by son in these last days. Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 and 2. Praise be to God. That's good stuff. So before we move on again, the law of faith is tied not to the words you speak. That's not the law of faith. Yes, we have believed and therefore we do speak. But what do we speak? That which we're believing in. The Word of God in its righteous context that only flows through the gospel where it is revealed. The righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel from faith that comes by hearing to faith that comes by hearing. Hallelujah. The righteous words of God 
All the words of my mouth are in righteousness, and righteousness only comes through the cross. Galatians 2 and 21. Write it down. Make a note. Begin to share this. People need to know this. You can, this proves you can't just open the Bible, pick a scripture, quote it, and expect God to move. You have to know the word in its righteous context. You can't hold the truth of God's word in an unrighteous manner. If you do, Romans 1.18, he's opposing the ungodliness and unrighteousness that's manifesting there. And that is what's manifesting there, even with our tears and our hands lifted high. If it's the Word of God outside its context, God won't honor it. And yes, my friends, you do need to know this, what I'm telling you. Well, you don't have to know all that. Yes, you do have to know all this. You are told by your captain, the captain of your salvation, to be a student of the Word of God so that you can grow in the knowledge and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This is good stuff today. It's not just nonchalantly, que sera, sera, and whatever God wants to do, he's going to do. No, my friend, he says, let me remind you again, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Where there is no vision, the people perish. That's not the pastor's vision. That's not any other, That's the vision that comes through only looking at the Word of God through the blood. Only through the blood. Amen. If you're listening to preachers today that are preaching to you the Word of God outside of the context of Calvary... God didn't plant you in that church. I don't care how long your daddy and granddaddy been members of that certain sect of the church, denomination, whatever it might be. It's Listen, I'm not, thank God, I'm not tied to a, a lineage spiritually except what's written in the Word. Thank God I, that I don't have to think that, that I'm, I'm bound to a piece of property in a building and listen. God's not calling me to, to teach my preacher. God's calling the preachers to teach. God didn't say he'd send the people to teach the preacher. He said, I'll set pastors in place and they will feed my people. Hallelujah. That which removes lack and, 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 and fear and dismay. Hallelujah. Listen, the church is not called to teach the preacher. The preachers are sent by God to teach the people. And if we're holding on and trying to work it the other way, it's because there's some kind of control we really want. We want to control something. Let go of that. Let go of that. Yes, it'll hurt. Let go of that. Yes, it'll be painful. Let go of that. You don't need that property, that building, because of your authority in that place. You need to be planted in a place of worship where all that's being talked about there is Jesus and what He's accomplished for us at Calvary through the Word of God. If that gets old to you, then you're out of the will of God anyway. If that's not what you want to hear, then your delight is no longer in the Lord. If all you want to hear hear about his other things, then your delight is really not in the Lord. Listen, you can delight in the Word of God and your delight not be in God at all. You might just be one of those people that just want to learn all the time. And, and you know, there are people like that. They just want to learn about history. Then there are those that they're really interested in the Word of God. And there's those that are interested in mechanics. And listen, if we're not learning of the knowledge and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, then we're learning the wrong stuff that can't help us spiritually. Amen. So one more time, if you'll let me move on. The law of faith is tied to that which God offers freely by grace. 
through faith. Outside of that, if it's anything you're doing, it's not the law of faith. Faith is believing, not doing. Now believing, true faith, will result in a doing, not just a hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But guess what? When it comes, it moves us. Faith moves us. Don't never believe somebody that says, you don't have to do anything, just believe in the cross. Now that's true for salvation, but here's the reality. Folks running around saying that, and they're not functioning in the things of God, which is not up to their own thoughts according to the Word of God, then their faith really isn't where they say it is. Faith in the cross allows the Holy Spirit to teach us the Word, empower us to live lives by grace that's been given us, Romans 1.5, for obedience to the faith. Amen. Grace is something we're receiving to be obedient to the faith. Hallelujah. That comes by hearing the Word and the Word of God. Hallelujah. In its gospel form. Somebody said amen. This is good stuff today. We need to hear it. Listen, faith won't put you on the couch. Faith will put you to work. Read Hebrews chapter 11. Read all the other stories in the Bible. Faith, David didn't say, well, I got faith. God's going to kill this giant. No, true faith happens in the heart. And God moves upon that faith. He imputed righteousness to, to, uh, to Abraham and he, and he moved David with a sling and some stones to pop the forehead of a giant and bring him down. Hallelujah. Amen. So we don't work for salvation. But once we're saved, plenteous and abundant are the works of the Holy Spirit in and through us. So the person who's just not doing uh, what the Word of God says, they're just doing what they... Well, I'm free, you know, I'm liberated. God loves me. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. You know, we American people know exactly the Scriptures we can say just to keep moving forward in our disobedience thinking we're manipulating God. Somebody said amen or oh me, help me Lord this morning. <laughs> so... The law of faith, the law of faith is always tied to that which God gives us by simply believing. First, it's justifying us freely by His grace through the redemption that's in Christ. See, the only thing we play a part in is bringing a broken heart and a receptive mind, a willing mind, receptive heart and a willing mind to believe in Christ. That's what God honored initially and saved you and that's all God will honor today. He's not going to honor you speaking the word of God thinking God owes you something now. I'm speaking this. That preacher told me if I'll declare these things as, as though they were even though they're not that these things will appear in my life. That's, that's taking that scripture out of context, my friend. That was brought from the, listen, that was brought from the old covenant. You need to understand. Jesus said the old covenant was about him. The scriptures are about him. Amen. Uh-oh. Boy, we had to think about some things if we've been sitting under false doctrine and sowing money into all this false stuff. Now that's what really breaks our hearts when we wake up one day and realize we've given thousands, some people, millions of dollars to false ministry. And some people will never come out of it because they're following people instead of the truth of God's Word. But there will be a few that'll flick through Google, flick through YouTube, and they'll find somebody and they'll say, My Lord, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Help me to redeem the time, Lord, from right now forward. I've given thousands. I've given millions. I've given all this money to somebody 
who's under law, speaking the law to me, not pointing me to the place where grace comes from. Think about that, my friends. That's powerful. I've been through the experience. Now, I didn't give millions, but we gave thousands. And and listen, through the years, just sowing into ministries that were not storehouses. God said He'd open up the storehouses, not storehouses, the windows of heaven if we'd bring all the tithe and the offerings into the storehouse. Storehouse is not just a building with a steeple and a preacher and a choir and Sunday school. A storehouse, he, he confirmed what it was, verified what it was to be a storehouse that there might be meat in my house. Now that meat in the Old Covenant was symbolic of the sacrifice of Christ coming one day, the animals being slain and their bloodshed. In the New Covenant, the storehouse is the ministry that preaches Christ and Him crucified as the initial answer for salvation, as the daily answer for salvation and all provision. Outside of that, it is not a storehouse. It's not a storehouse because your preacher says, I know the cross is the answer. It's a storehouse if your preacher is preaching the Word of God in its liberating form. God's Word is the law of of liberty. And if the Word of God is bringing us liberty, again, that only comes through the cross of Christ, then it is our Word of liberty. Outside of that, it is a letter of the law. Therefore, verse 28, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. And that's any law. The law is you doing something. And we're justified before God not by doing but by believing, because that's what faith is, believing in something. Hallelujah. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also, seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid, yea, we establish the law. Now I'm not going to get through with chapter 3 today. So this next Monday, we'll have to jump in here and finish this. I didn't get as far as I'd like to today, but I got as far as I needed to. And I'm just, I can't wait to get into this last two or three verses of this third chapter of Romans. I encourage you, go back when you can. Avail yourself to these teachings on my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Share these on social media as much as possible. Do not be ashamed to share the gospel on social media because the Lord wants to use you to be a vessel to flow through, to get the truth of His Word, the righteousness of His Word in its righteous context out to all the people that you know. And I pray that faith would come to your heart. Not faith what you call it, Faith that comes from literally hearing God's Word. Because when that faith comes, that faith overcomes and it moves us into action. And that action is representing Jesus. Not by just going out and being good to people, but by sharing with them the truth that can liberate them forever. I love you and I'm thankful for those of you who are sharing this, watching this, gleaming of the Lord through this. And until next time, Stay determined to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified. God bless you.